Back to Big Red Birdies with Lindsay Teal and Megan Whitaker on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back, everyone, to Big Red Birdies here on 93.7 The Ticket. This is Lindsay Teal here with Megan Whitaker. And just a reminder, we have our starter Heyman text line up today. Um, ask us any questions about it's been our first week of practice with the Huskers, first week of school. Um, so anything, yeah, student athlete or golf related, hit us up on the text line. That's 402-464-5685. Um, so, yeah, we've just kind of been talking about our first week of practice here. Um, yeah, we'll jump right into it. Yeah, so... Um do you want to kind of tell everybody about like our day in the life? Like give them yeah. tomorrow as an example. First week. Yeah. So tomorrow on Thursday, um, we'll start off our day with a six thirty workout in the morning. Um, I believe we've had them the past two mornings too. In season here, we're doing uh Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday with weights, mm-hmm. um, with our team. So tomorrow I believe will be a full, like more of a full body workout workout. Mm-hmm. We did legs the first day. Um, Today was more of arms and upper body. Which I think we're all going to be quite, quite sore, sore. for. Yeah, mm-hmm. we did a chin-up challenge, and we kind of just created a baseline, and then by the end of the year, or by the end of the semester, we're going to see how much we improve. So we did mm-hmm. that today. So we're all a bit sore, but I think, and we did a little conditioning today, too. We did. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think Wednesdays are going to be more of that arms and conditioning, and then tomorrow will be full body. So we will definitely be sore by the end of this yes. week, but... No, it's been a good first week. So we'll start off with that uh, bright and early, 6.30 in the morning. And then uh, we'll head over to breakfast at the training table, uh, which they brought breakfast back this year, which is super awesome for us. Yeah, they we have love that. Yeah, they have a phenomenal breakfast, I think. They've it's got a, literally um, the overnight oat bar or yeah. the make-your-own egg station. Yeah, that is also pretty good. I think this morning I had a brisket burrito. Um, with an acai bowl and some fruit so that was amazing uh so yeah we usually head over there in the stadium really fast and eat our breakfast grab some coffee to go maybe um and then tomorrow we'll head out to hillcrest Mm -hmm. is where our practice is tomorrow um and i think we'll play nine maybe maybe just do some drills as well for the morning there um and then usually we'll all get in our cars, head back to campus. <laughs> so it's a lot of driving there in the morning. We head out to the course and then have our practice and then we'll head back to campus and then we kind of separate for the afternoon with all of our classes. So that it works out pretty well. Um, we usually just section off one half of the day depending on the season for practice and then we know we can have our classes in the other half of the day. So that makes it easier for scheduling purposes for us. So um, all of us scheduled all of our classes for the afternoon this semester mm-hmm. since we're going with morning practice. Um, so yeah, that worked out really well. No one has any class conflicts or anything, which is great. So and it is nice in the fall. It's not so hot in the morning, especially yes. right now and in September, but in October when it's like 50 in the morning, I'll probably be saying something different, but True. <laughs> right now when I was leaving this afternoon it was hot it was getting so hot it was whatever 70 right this morning really when we were practicing it was just yeah. perfect golf weather yeah so yes yeah, so we get out of there right as it's getting hot yes <laughs> yep and then we'll all be off to our different classes and then um we usually reconvene at the training table well we have lunch in between there i forgot about that we'll come back to the stadium have a quick lunch with whoever's there from the team um heading off to class 
then we all part for class and then um, usually meet up for dinner again at the training table around 530. Um, and that one's always fun because that's kind of when all the teams, I would say there's like a bigger showing of all the teams there yeah. around dinner time because everyone's usually done with their practices and workouts for the day. Um, so that's just a really fun time to kind of just get together with a bunch of different athletes and we'll usually see the guys team at that point mm-hmm. and yeah, eat dinner with them. So that's, I, I think dinner is my favorite meal of the day there just because you get to see so many people. And yeah. It's just, and you can eat with different people it's and just talk. Really social. Yeah. yeah you mm-hmm. can just like kind of hang out. Um, yeah. And then if you don't have class, a lot of us just end up hanging out there for a while, an hour, too or much time. <laughs> and yeah. You kind of just, you know, go up for another plate or <laughs> go have some dessert. Um, so that, that's probably my favorite time of day at the training table is the dinner. And it's always very good. Um, yeah. And then tomorrow night, Megan, I'll let you talk about this, but we have, we're starting a little golf league between our team, just a fun little thing on Thursday nights. So we start that tomorrow. Yeah. We are going to go every Thursday out to Jim Egger, the nine hole course here in Lincoln. Um, it's very close to campus. So that works out really well. And we're going to have, we have eight girls in town right now that can play. Cause we have one girl, unfortunately out with a back injury. So we're going to partner up. I think we're going to plan on doing different partners every week that way we can kind of do some team bonding um some competition and it's just going to be fun i think we'll probably do like a scramble tomorrow we'll do a best ball we'll do alternate shot we'll do all sorts of fun things to just kind of make it relaxing but also give us some very good practice on shorter golf courses more wedges more chipping more putting which i think will help us the whole rest of the season because after yeah. our team meeting on Monday, we learned that that is the area we need to improve upon. And I think that's probably easier to improve upon than our ball striking if we can just hone in on our, on our short game. Yeah, I agree. I think that is the easiest way to shave strokes. And I've heard this from our coach, too. She's told me this a bunch of times. But I feel like once we once you get to this level where you're playing a lot and you're practicing a lot, Everyone at these tournaments we go to, everybody can hit the ball off the tee. Everyone's getting the ball on the fairway. Everybody is hitting the majority of greens. Um, So pretty much, I mean, not that we can't improve and not that we don't work on our swings because we do a lot, but um, we have our swing built, you know, and we're not going to, like, lose that out of the blue. There's a lot of work that does go into it, but it's not like when we're starting golf or maybe when we were little and there was just so much of the mechanics to learn, we all have our our general swings now yeah our, our base is our, pretty our, well yeah, set our yeah. base is set um and now it's just tweaking things you know when we need it and working on it but i think that is the biggest i mean the biggest area you see when you go to these tournaments is the separation between short game and so that is definitely i know that's the area that i need the most work and mm-hmm. that i can save the most strokes so i think this is a great opportunity for us at Jim Ager. I really do. Yeah, I think it will be and it'll be nice and fun. I mean, you can play yeah. out there in like an hour. Yeah. So, I mean, um, it's not that big a time commitment, but I know even this summer, I think one of the big keys I had with success was I, I tried to make it almost every week. I tried to play once or I, I'd play a couple times at Jim Ager and I felt like I got my wedges dialed in and I, I would play like two or three balls and it really got my putting under pressure it made that better because I was like, okay, I'm going to play nine holes. I want to try to get nine under on my three balls that I play. Yeah. And it's not easy to do that. And I never achieved that goal, but I mean, it was like, okay, let's drop three balls on hole one from 40, 50, 60 and try to, you know, hit them all. And it makes you, I think it just put some pressure on putting and it really helped me realize that don't make 
bogeys. Like, <laughs> bogeys oh, yeah. really kill. So it really made me focus on, you know, you don't have to go to every flag stick. Just hit the green, get as many pars as you can. But I think it was just a really good way to get repetition in. But also, you still had the pressure. You still had the course management. You still had a lot of pieces that you would have playing a course like Firethorn. But it was true. just focused on shorter shots which I think made me manage my expectations a little bit better when I got into yeah. competition from those distances and that's a great way to do it too on a course like that where you can kind of throw a few balls down or throw them at different distances um it's something that you really do not get a lot at full courses like Firethorn or something like that where normally if we're going out and playing nine or something like that we're playing our one ball right all the way through mm -hmm. and you know there's people behind you and they're you know you're moving along and you're playing your nine because it does take a few hours right nine so we're trying to make the most of our time um and you just don't get a lot of random shots from different yardages when you're out there playing the course you might when you're on the chipping green or hitting pitch mm -hmm. shots or you know wedges to targets but that is a great opportunity at jim Ager to just throw some balls around um and their greens are rolling so good i know <laughs> so that course good. is in such good shape right now it's amazing yeah yeah it's um i just excited i i think wedges which I know everyone says and even in high school right like okay you need to have a good wedge game when you go to college mm -hmm. but I think it is so like it is actually that important I mean you it have is. it you a lot of people are like okay you probably only have whatever four or five wedges in right on the par fives but you can have them on par fours because there's some college tournaments um that will go play up some tees right they'll have some yep. drivable par fours or shorter par fours and I think it's probably most important when you get in trouble off the tee and you have to punch out True. because of trees or hazards, whatever, you need to punch out and you need to trust that from 50 yards, yeah, I've got this shot. I know how to fly it. I know what trajectory it's going on. True. I know how it's going to release on the greens. And I think that's the one thing that I appreciate about practicing outside with wedges and at Jim Ager. Um, you can really see how the ball releases on good greens Yeah, where we can go do wedge practice, you know, on a football field or in our simulator and it tells you yeah you flew this wedge 50 yards mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but there's a difference right you could blade a shot that flies 50 yards you could yeah. hit a high flop a huge high shot that goes 50 yards and those are going to react totally different on the green yeah so i think kind of understanding that is super important and not to mention the type of green you're on the conditions for the day yeah how fast <laughs> it's rolling your lie if it's mm -hmm. uphill or downhill. Are you coming from the rough? Are you coming from the yep. fairway? And those are just all things that you're not going to get if you're staying in one spot and no. hitting repetitive or shots. Or inside off of mats. Or inside. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, we love it for that purpose. Mm -hmm. yeah, and especially, yeah, when there's wind, too. I mean, it's like, yeah, when you're downwind, it probably needs to, you know, what trajectory is it coming in on? So Yeah. What format do you think we're going to do tomorrow for our first one? <laughs> I don't know. I think scramble would be kind of fun yeah. because take, you know, the freshmen, I don't want to, we don't need to make it too intense. I think no, no, we no. don't need to jump right into like alternate shot or something Yeah, yeah. right away. But I, agree. I think a scramble would be fun. Two person scramble is a little bit different than like a four person, but it would still be fun to see who can make the most birdies, who yeah. can hit close wedges and make putts. I think it'll be awesome. It'll just be such great like team bonding too. And just like something fun where we can go out and I mean, get to know each other. If we're just playing in like twos, you know, we can get to know our teammates a little better and I think it'll just be great for our team culture too. Yeah. I think that's kind of one of our big focuses this year. Um, and I do think we have, although I am older grade wise, I'm still young for my grade. So mm -hmm. I think we're all within three years of age within each other, which yeah, is kind of three, nice. Three and a half. Three, yeah. 
So I think like our team culture, I think that's kind of one of the big focuses. Even our coaches have this year um, is working hard for each other, creating a culture that supports one another. That's, you know, successful, that wants to achieve the goals together. And I think this is one way of without coaches and we're going to go extra. We're going to go, we're going to go do it. Yeah. And that's important too. I mean, we even had, um, I, I think those team-led ideas coming from a captain or coming from a leader are just as important, and I think mm-hmm. you really need those too. Um, tell them about our little thing we're doing with the team, our little, I don't know if you call it a mantra or just our activity that we did the other day with the rope. Yeah, so I actually got this um, from my track coaches in high school. We did it my senior year of high school, and it went very well. I felt like the team really came together as a whole that year. Um, it's called Hold the Rope, so we all got like a little rope that we tie – Um, on our golf shoes. So anytime you look down, you see the little red rope. And it kind of reminds you that um, I think it's, it's the saying of like, if you were hanging off the edge of a cliff, and you had a teammate holding the other end of the rope, right, and you're falling off the cliff, who would you trust to hold the rope? And so it's kind of like, who would you trust to be there? Who do you know who's put in the time? Mm -hmm. Who is prioritizing you? Who will not let up no matter how tired you get or anything? And so I think that's kind of the idea that we're trying to have this year is, okay, we're all going to hold the rope for each other. We're all going to hold our own end of the rope. Like I would expect Lindsay that if I'm at the bottom of it, that she's going to hang on forever and try to pull me to the top. But we have to see the hard work every day and kind of see the teammates sacrifices for us. So I think it'll be a good way to kind of. Yeah. It's a great idea. I can see it being super beneficial that, and also just, I mean, with a student athlete lifestyle, like we are living, it's just a lot thrown at us. It's a lot we're going through each day. Um, and so we talk we talk about this a lot, and we are talked to about this a lot, just with time management, um, focusing on our own priorities and what needs to take place there. And I think that all, all of that goes into this hold the <laughs> rope thing and holding up my end of the rope so that you don't have to worry about me with my things because I'm taking care of them on my own. And that's mm-hmm. going to feed into the success for our team so that's a great activity that we've been doing with our team um, we're going to cut to break here quick but this is 93.7 the ticket big red birdies here with Lindsay teal and megan whitaker we'll be right back <laughs> 